the gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. Today, I would like to share with all of you on Romans chapter 8. For a long time, I've been meditating on this, studying this chapter, trying to understand. So in simple terms, if I have to make you understand this morning, when people went through this pandemic, when I saw some of the Christians losing their health, suffering, some of them struggling financially, lost the money, and some people were into some kind of wrong uh, activities. So I was meditating and comparing why is that the children of God, the children of God are having similar consequences such as the world. Hear me. The children of God in financially, in their physical health, in their families, family relationship with the spouse, are having some physical consequences, some issues in their health, in their family, in their finances, such as the world, which should not be. According to the word of God, we are predestined. We are called to reign. We are the children of God. We are called to be above sickness. We are called to be above any kind of family issues. We are called to be above financial difficulty. Because Jesus said, I have come so that you may have life and life in abundance. But I got to observe this and I was trying to meditate, do my personal study and research and see that why is that even the children of God, the believers are undergoing some kind of adverse health issues, are suffering due to pandemic. But then the word of God has clearly promised that God has made a clear distinction between the world and us. God, Jesus is the Goshen where we are and we are protected and we are under his wings. We are in his refuge. And it very clearly says that the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. That means the Lord is with us. Christ is in us. So we have to prosper in all the areas of our lives. But still we get to see that some children of God, the believers struggling. Believers having the adverse effect of pandemic, having the effects of uh, health issues. All of us go through so many challenges and battles in, on this earth. So we need to have clarity and understand what the word of God has to say about this. When we understand the truth, when we know the truth, the truth itself will set us free. We don't have to do anything else. The truth will set you free and that truth will enable you to do the actions related to that faith. Faith, corresponding actions of faith. The truth will enable you to do that. 
So let us study this. This morning's subject is going to be a deeper study on Romans chapter 8. Where in the book of Romans, it very clearly talks about people living after spirit and people living after flesh. So is it possible for a Christian, the one who has made Jesus the Lord, the one who has the spirit of the son in him, is it possible for him to live after the flesh? Whereas he's supposed to live after the spirit. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 8. Let's go verse by verse. And then let's study this. This is going to help us understand what the Bible is speaking and how we can escape the corruption. How we are the partakers of his divine nature and see the results of his divine nature in all the areas of our lives and how we can be the sons of God which we are we can be the sons of God on the earth manifesting his glory to the highest so that the creation is happy because the Bible says the creation is groaning for the sons of God to be manifested. That means the sons of God are not completely manifested. What does that mean? We all are sons of God. The day we received Jesus, we became the sons of God. But then are we manifesting the glory? Are we doing the work? To the extent what Jesus said, the greater works you will do than what I have done. So how are we go going to grow up to the level? We all are in the journey. So we have to go to grow up to the level to manifest his glory for which entire creation is waiting. So let's see Romans chapter 8 verse 1, 2. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. If you focus on verse number 2, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So in this chapter, when you see, it very clearly talks about the law of spirit and the law of flesh. The law of sin and death. Here it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We stop at that. We have to continue the verse. Those who live after the spirit and not after the flesh. That is very important. What is this meaning? Is it, is, that, does that mean the one who is in Christ Jesus, can he continue to walk according to the flesh? Yes, he can. You must understand this truth. The one who is in Christ Jesus, the one who has the spirit of son of God, the one with, in whom Christ dwells, the one in whom Holy Spirit is, can that person 
walk according to the flesh because here it very clearly says he has to walk according to spirit to understand this you must know that we you are a three part human being we are a spirit we possess a soul and we live in a body we are a spirit being our spirit was dead second corinthians chapter 5 verse number 17 for we are a new creation it says behold the old is gone now we are a new creation in christ jesus so we are a new creation in our spirit the day you made jesus your lord the spirit of his son the spirit of god came inside of you so now you are a new creation in your spirit in your spirit you are identical to jesus in your spirit you are perfect holy blameless accepted in your spirit you have the fruit of the spirit in your spirit christ is dwelling amen now you possess a soul your soul has to be transformed how your soul has to be transformed by renewing your mind you have to renew your mind the renewing of your mind is not done by god the renewing of your mind is done by you that's why romans chapter 12 verse number 2 says do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be ye transformed by renewing of your mind so who has to renew the mind we have to renew our mind it is our responsibility to renew our mind it is not god's responsibility god has given a book to help us he has written everything about him and everything about us in this book and this book reveals us of who we are and what we have in Christ Jesus so we have to renew our mind so when redemption happened on the cross of the calvary when jesus redeemed us when jesus rose from the dead for our justification redemption has happened one third of it our spirit was completely redeemed our spirit was completely made perfect made holy now redemption has not happened for our soul for our mind redemption has not happened for our body so we have to work on our soul we have to work on our mind why the redemption didn't happen for our soul because that is the place where there is your will god cannot take away your will because it is required for you to make jesus your lord it is a choice that you make that i want jesus as my savior so for the choice to make you need your will you need your emotions you need your mind you need your thoughts now to work on your mind on your thoughts on your feelings on your emotions now it is up to you so 
it, it there is a great responsibility on us to renew our soul to renew our mind to work on our emotions to work on our feelings to not be led by emotions not to be led by our feelings not to be ignorant of god's word not to be ignorant of what jesus has purchased not to be ignorant of who we are in our spirit because if we are ignorant of something ignorance is definitely not a bliss ignorance is a foothold to satan if we don't know something the bible says in the book of hosea my people perish for lack of knowledge if we don't know something we are going to perish so when we don't know something when we don't know about something we ha- we are going to perish because we are ignorant about that matter that is where we are, we have we are ought to gain the knowledge gain understanding so it's a responsibility what you do the best thing that you have done to logged in sunday morning you have taken time you have you have made effort to gain knowledge to understand the things of god to set your mind on things of above not on things on below so you have taken time to acquire knowledge and because you have embraced truth embraced knowledge you are going to see its benefits amen so we have responsibility to work on our soul and coming to the another very important point we have equal responsibility to work on our body amen our spirit is complete every time we listen to god's word every time we study god's word every time we practice god's word we are working on our mind renewing our mind and it is very much related to our body we have to work on our body we have to discipline our body i will give you all the scriptures we have to discipline our body because our body is still having the nature of fallen man our body is still in fallen state the law of sin and death is operating in it now it depends to whom we yield to if we yield to spirit immediately the law of spirit and the law of righteousness begins to operate in our body if we yield to flesh the law of sin and the law of death begins to operate in our body so it's very very essential that we discipline our body and discipline our mind when we don't discipline our mind when we don't discipline our body then we see the same results as the world we see the consequences the world is suffering having the same problems same financial difficulty same sickness as the world we too having why because though in our spirit we are just like jesus but our mind our body that is majority portion is just like the world unrenewed undisciplined so indisciplined so we have to discipline it so that is what it is saying living after the spirit look at verse number 2 let me 
read that for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death amen it says the law of the spirit the one walking according to the spirit the one not walking according to the flesh because i told god has redeemed your spirit god is not going to control your mind neither god is going to control your body god is not going to control your feelings god does not control your emotions god does not control your wrong thinking yes god does not control your eating habits god does not control our indisciplined uh, behavior in our body because god does not control flesh god has given us the responsibility to control flesh and we are not helpless we have been empowered when you read the entire chapter kindly read that chapter romans chapter 8 and relate to everything that i am talking about this morning and read them in context many truths will be found by you when you see romans chapter 8 we understand very clearly that our body is not controlled by god because in the previous verse if you see in the previous chapter romans chapter 7 romans chapter 6 romans chapter 6 it very clearly says the wages of sin is death and romans chapter 6 verse number 16 it says to whom you yield to you are slaves of them if you yield to satan you become slave of satan what is the meaning of yield to whom you submit to to whom you obey to that means your body is in physical contact with the world and your body is in spiritual contact with your spirit in your spirit christ lives god lives so your body is in physical contact with the world who is living in the world jesus told first corinthians chapter 4 verse number 4 he is small g he is god of this world colossians 2:13 god has translated us that means we have been translated from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son so now our body which was in the power of darkness our body which was yielding to satan our body which was slave of satan our body we were children of satan because we had united ourselves with him we had in in the garden of eden adam and eve had communion with him they became subjects to him they became mortal with him their grandson named enosh which means subject of satan mortal we were mortals to him so we were in the kingdom of darkness so now god has taken us from there we have been translated into the kingdom of dear son but then in our spirit we are completely in the kingdom of dear son our body is in physical contact with the world through our eyes what we see the wrong things in media everything that's happening in the news the the contact that comes through the physical world the physical senses we call it as 
the five physical senses we call it as because our body is contact with these five physical senses through our eyes through our nose through our hearing through our touch we are having this physical senses from the uh, to the world and from the world we get in the things of the world into our eyes into our ears the fear the negativity the wrong things that we hear the wrong things that has been taught to us our body is constantly in touch with the physical world now it is also in touch with the spiritual world now we have to decide we have to decide whether we are yielding to sin yielding to Satan or yielding to spirit yielding to Christ if we are yielding if we are obeying to Oh, sin. If we are obeying to Satan, then the law of sin and death will operate. Let me explain. What is law of sin and death? When a person sins, the law of sin is whoever sins, he has to die. Not just spiritual death, also physical death. First comes spiritual death, next follows physical death. We have seen that from the time of Adam. So the law of sin is anyone who is, uh, who is uh, obeying to the things of Satan, anything not in line to God's word, anything uh, according to the, uh, uh, Satan, the law of sin. So whoever sins, the wages of sin is death. The law of sin and the law of death, it is so correlated. Just like for example, we have law of gravity. The law of gravity is always there. We can never say there is no law of gravity. Wherever any part of the planet, any part of the earth you go, there is law of gravity. But then has man found out another way to overcome law of gravity? Though whatever I, I drop it, it falls down, right? But there is another law, we call it as law of aerodynamics where an aeroplane, aircraft, where a spaceship goes into the universe, goes into the space, such heavy objects, such uh, heavy machineries, uh, missiles, rockets, how are they going against the law of gravity? So there is law of gravity. They are escaping the law of gravity. I don't know, you might have studied in physics. It's called escape velocity. So you escape the law of gravity and enter into the space because there is another law that is working that doesn't nullify the law of gravity. So if the law of aerodynamics fails, then the plane comes crashing down to the law of gravity. Similarly, the law of sin and death is existing. The people who are not living by spirit are yielding to the law of sin and death. They have spiritual death. Now through Jesus, a higher law, we have the law of spirit. Through Jesus, we escaped death. Through Jesus, we escaped corruption. Through Jesus, we are no longer in the power of darkness. Now we are in the power of his dear son. Amen. So now we have everlasting life. We have eternal life. Amen. Yet the law of sin and death is existing. 
now we are in the law of spirit we are in the law of life we are in the law of righteousness we are in the kingdom of jesus yet a person who is living in the kingdom of jesus still the body is unrenewed unredeemed the body is not yet redeemed the body is in physical contact with the world and the kingdom of the sun so now the body has a choice so the choice is made by the mind of the body so the mind of the body has the choice whether the body is going to yield to the kingdom of darkness to the law of sin and death or the body is going to yield to the law of spirit and life that is the choice we make so we have to discipline our body we have to discipline our mind so th this is a process so that is where we renew our mind that is where we hear messages that is why it's very important to listen to our messages very important to come together and take time to heed the voice of god because we have to align our mind our body to the spirit